Today's devotion comes from Luke chapter 12, verses 22 to 34, around this theme of do not worry. He, Jesus, said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food and the body, more than clothing. Consider the ravens, they neither sow nor reap, they have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your span of life? If then you are not able to do so small a thing as that, why do you worry about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? And do not keep striving for what you are to eat and what you are to drink, and do not keep worrying, for it is the nations of the world that strive after all these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Instead, strive for his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell all your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out. An unfailing treasure in heaven, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. What is it appropriate to be anxious about? When is it okay to fear? And what should we fear? As disciples venture into a life of following and trusting God, Jesus tells them to not be anxious. Do not worry or be anxious about your soul, your life. These cannot be secured by human effort. Life here is interpreted as both body and soul. Your soul is more than the food you eat, Jesus is saying, and your body is more than the clothes that you wear. Whether you have the most expensive designer clothes or not, it makes no difference. Your life is, in, is instead defined this way by Jesus. Your life is a spiritual, emotional, and physical existence, each one impacting the other. So it is our calling to be healthy in all areas of our lives, our soul, our body, our spirit. Finally, it is impossible to secure body and soul with enough. Enough food, enough clothing, we'll never have enough. And that drives us to anxious concern for more and more, which will not benefit your life or help you to integrate a healthy spiritual, emotional, and physical life. Jesus then continues by telling us that the ravens are an object, uh, the ravens are a good example for us. Why we should not be anxious about food and clothing, because God provides. Jesus is witnessing about his own life, 
which will be met with violence and suffering and ultimately death. Yet he prepares for that with the confidence, the full confidence of faith in his heavenly Father. And that is all that he is asking from us. It's not works to prove our faith, but just our trust in God and in him. Jesus contrasts worry about clothing to wear with the splendor of the lilies of the field, as he continues. Yet he says, their beauty dries up and dies. And then you end up with dead flowers. And the grass is beautiful, but it dies and dries. And then it is thrown into the oven. And yet God will provide more for you than what these flowers and these grasses are given in all of their splendor and glory and beauty. Then he continues by telling us that the nations of the world will seek these things, foods, clothing, wealth, power, riches. The nations of the world seek these things, the governments of this world, even our government. And your father knows that you need food and clothing. So you no longer need to be anxious. God knows that you need these things. Let the nations fight over it. God will provide for you. When I was a camp counselor, I remember one Sunday, uh, most weekends we went to churches and did a little presentation on, on camping to try to encourage students to come and participate in the Bible camp for a week. And one of the camp counselors preached a sermon that Sunday, and it was about love. And it was a beautiful sermon, but it was all about love, love, love. And I remember visiting with a gentleman afterwards at the church, and uh, I thought that the sermon was powerful because all Brad talked about was love. And this, this member of this church said to me, when I had mentioned how powerful of a sermon I thought it was, he said, you know, it was powerful. Suddenly I realized how unloving I am. And there was not much good news in it for me. And that struck me. It's like, wow, he couldn't hear good news because all we talked about was love. We didn't talk about the human condition, our brokenness, and why God loves us even in spite of that. What Jesus is saying here is simply telling people not to be anxious may make them realize even more how they are unable to stop their worrying. It may actually increase their anxiety. Jesus doesn't trivialize human need, but God's way of caring for humanity God's reign and kingdom will be done on God's terms. The strength of his kingdom is that it is the work of God, not the work of humans. And to trust in God's promise through faith is the way of Jesus and his disciples. Then Jesus gives us the climax of this whole story of, of teachings here. When he says, fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Fear not, 
little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. This is not a demand from an oppressive father, but an earnest desire from a loving parent. The kingdom is not an achievement to be sought, but a gift to be received. The kingdom of God does not come without suffering. Witnessing to the kingdom by <clears throat> selling our possessions, giving material and systemic aid to those who are in need, are actions that will involve conflict with authorities and with their structural systems. Christians live differently than the rest of the world. We give things away. Money, power, resources, because they're not ours. They belong to God. And when others need them, we desire to give them. But God's way of ruling in heaven and on earth has been revealed, and it proceeds from the grace of God. Because of God's actions in Jesus, those who follow the Messiah may live with hope rather than with persistent anxiety. The treasure in heaven is what will last and that which is truly worthwhile. My dear friends, the kingdom has been given to you. Go out now and live in it that it may produce new possibilities because of Jesus Christ. May God bless your reflection upon this devotion today, and may God bless your day.